Slit. What is up? Episode number two of the Awkward Side Hug podcast. We made it this far. We we haven't got canceled yet. We one one successful episode. We we uh we're here now. Uh, my name's Lex. Here we have Steven back again. I didn't get canceled from the first episode, so uh, I'm I'm pretty I'm pretty happy about that. Yep, back again. <laughs> It was a close call. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure we have some some Rihanna hate mail um, wait, waiting in the Gmail. But uh, but yeah, we're we're here. We're we're, we're alive. We're uh, living life. Life is good. Um, but what 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 what's good with you, Stephen? Oh man, you know, same old, same old. Family, friends, work. I can happily say that I'm done with school. Um, something we touched on in the last episode. You know, we both graduated uh from our master's program uh mm-hmm. which was a very long and strenuous two years but uh here we are you know out of the uh the dust and rubble where uh yeah. masters um i don't know if that sounds right you can't say masters right <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. you don't want to say that i don't know what we would... <laughs> we're not gonna make it to episode three yeah i don't know what we would consider ourselves but uh yeah we're you know we're we're graduates from a master's program i guess there it is. There it is. We're we're uh, we're mad. M A D. But uh, <laughs> we're mad. Yep. But yeah, we're we're here. We made it. No, yeah. The, the master's program was definitely um, super high paced. Like I, I like I'm, I'm sure you could probably agree. Uh, I remember I I went to you and Brian actually for not advice, but I remember you guys were telling me about how what the university level is like, the four year university level, because. I think both you and Brian were kind of like a year ahead of me or something like that at that time. And, and I remember you guys were like, Oh yeah, the four year university is uh every, everyone just kind of cares a little bit more, right. There's more school pride, you know, like students actually care a little bit more about their assignments, right. Like everything, everyone, everything's just like kind of elevated to that level. Whereas for me, the master's degree was like, Oh, the pace is just like cranked to level one, 100. And like the reading, there's way more reading. There's just a faster pace of everything. And, um, but yeah, we're here. I think we both have Twitches, you know. <laughs> we're not gamers. Uh, or I'm not talking about gaming. <laughs> we're but, not good uh, but, we, but we made it. We made it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, no, I could totally agree with you. Yeah, the uh, the commitment is, you know, more. And uh, I, I, looking back on it, I don't know how the heck I did it. You know, mm-hmm. but yeah, it's done. Same. So I'm like, yeah, I don't, I don't know how you did it, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, done. No. I have the paper to prove that I did it. <laughs> yeah. So. And your brother danced. So yeah, that was my brother awesome. danced. Yeah, for those of you, I, I was there at the, uh, the grad, grad party. My brother danced and sang. <laughs> and um, shout out to uh, <laughs> to my brother. Um, yeah, no. Let's get into today. Um, you know, we um, we want to talk about uh, you know now that we're on the topic of of uh, millennials, um, mm-hmm. something that's huge in in, in today's society, and that's uh, just relationships in, in in the digital age today um mm-hmm. where you know everybody has a smartphone a small little computer in your pocket yeah gosh and i feel you... like we, we we kind of we kind of had like the best of both worlds too right? where like and, and what, what maybe the the word best isn't the the correct word but it's like we lived in the stone age and now we're living in the digital age and it's like i, I feel like as millennials we're, we're kind of like that unique group that has experienced both yeah, we got to ride our bikes until the sun came down um, <laughs> yeah, when yeah. the streetlights came on. And then, you know, we also got to, 
experience, you know, social media, the beginning of social media with MySpace and, and Facebook. Mm-hmm. And gosh, can you remember MySpace when you yep. um, would would uh, copy and paste those uh, long HTML codes? HTML codes, yeah, to get your backgrounds and stuff. Like we, we were all software engineers back then and didn't even know it. Seriously, right? If we would have actually like learned how to do that, you know, you know, we'd be a little probably. Yeah, um, yeah, a make a little more today, money, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. freaking. Um, but um, um, no, but like just uh, you know, something I've seen today, and it's funny because again, we're not like you know the oldest millennials are, are around the age of forty two, and the youngest are around mm-hmm. the age of twenty seven. So we're yeah, kind you of... showed me that before, and I was like, I was kind of tripping because that's like a fifteen year age gap, and I'm like, oh my goodness, that's wild. But I feel like, and I've met some you know forty year olds, th- late thirties, and. I feel like, you know, I do get along with them and I do understand, you know, kind of where they come from on certain yeah. views and things. And so, um, you know, we all kind of fall under under the same category. Um, but mm-hmm. I do think personally, I think millennials are split into two. You have the older millennials and then you have the younger millennials. Yeah. Um, you know, with the older ones, I think being a little more, uh, what's the right word? Con- not conservative, but their viewpoints are a little different because they were a different age during certain world events um, and, you know, vice versa for the younger ones. Um, Obviously like the younger ones um, like nine 11 probably wasn't, you know, um, something that they really remember. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm trying to think of other big, you know, big things. Um, Maybe when Obama got elected president, you know, what we were in high school the first time in 2008, we were graduating. So he, you know, he won that election and, Obviously, that's like a vivid memory of ours. So, a certain world moment. events that yeah shaped us. Yeah, and I forgot where I, I think it was like a meme or a joke somewhere. But I was like, some of the younger generations, like all they ever knew was a black president at at one point, and then like they got to experience their first white president. You know what I mean? Like, so it's like, oh shoot! Like it's crazy how like <laughs> like uh, the different experiences um, we have, even just based on age. Uh, imagine how surprised you're going to be when they open a textbook um <laughs> a history textbook uh, a text um, yeah yeah paper know? but uh i think with you know the such a rapid evolution of technology and you know the smartphone and social media and the different not only just you know the different types of platforms you know dating sites and it used to just be like mm-hmm. um what were they chat rooms you know or yeah, do you well, remember oh, man. do you remember the party the party line like uh, you would call a phone number and you'd be like in a party line, like with other people. Like you know what's funny? I, w- I was never daring enough to join the party line, but I was definitely in like AOL chat rooms as like a, I don't know how old we were, like what, 12 at that time, <laughs> like 14. But no, I, I never did the party lines. Yeah, man. Like I think I did it like twice and it was just like, yeah. it was literally like a Call of Duty lobby. Like people are just <laughs> no saying oh. the most, you know, out of pocket stuff. Yeah. Wild. Anytime you say... Anytime you say Call of Duty lobby, I just think the worst, and it's just like, and I think like all, all the all our gamers out there know is is just like it's like Vietnam flashbacks of just like just like words and you know what though, if you could survive well. a Call of Duty lobby, then you know you you have some character, you know, it builds character if you're able to survive that. I honestly don't <laughs> think Gen Z could survive uh, an authentic Call of Duty lobby. I really don't. You can't like cancel. A, you can't cancel a Call of Duty lobby. I'll tell you that. You can't cancel, yeah, no, you know, man. Call of Duty. So those, those things are wild, man. They, yeah. And what's funny? <laughs> I start twitching. <laughs> is we, you know, you and I, we we have, you know, the the most recent Call of Duty, you know, Modern Warfare Two, mm-hmm. and we go into the team deathmatch, and we're in the COD lobby, and um, 
you know, it's, it, it hasn't changed at all. It's, it's the same. And it brings sometimes it brings out the worst in me and <laughs> <laughs> Lex laughs cause he knows it's true. Um, but I have a good time, but, um, yeah. you know, jumping into, to our topic, like relationships. Um, do you think that like, uh, everything being, you know, text and digital and you don't actually have to call places anymore. You can just do everything online. Do you think that has really like hurt our ability or hurt the ability of, you know, the, the Gen Z, the young millennials to build relationships, strong, you know, meaningful relationships, or even to, um, you know, create stronger bonds with, you know, relationships they already have, like family members and, you know, friends. Yeah, no, that, that's a, that's a wild question. I feel like, uh, like part, part of me wants to start off by saying, um, communication in general got a little easier i guess but only in a digital way right so like oh you know it, maybe it's easier to text people sometimes than it is to like build up that like courage even just like that that social anxiety courage of calling someone over the phone right and um and yeah maybe like the digital things make things makes things a little easier but i feel like um and maybe like uh something that that you might have been kind of like leaning towards a little bit more towards here is i feel like the face-to-face communication has definitely kind of taken a hit in that sense. And um, I don't know. At the end of the day, it's just kind of different too. Because I mean, obviously, like when we when we think of relationships or say relationships, I always think of like dating in general. And so I think even like way back in like the elementary school days, even, you know how like when you're like, oh yeah, like they asked me out or I have a girlfriend, but it was just like an elementary girlfriend that lasts like a week or whatever. I remember back in those days, like you actually had to call people's like whole ass like houses, you know, like right, and they're like picked up with, right, exactly, yeah, yeah. like who's this? It was like, yeah, like, it's what like, do you want? I had I had yeah, a dad yeah. tell me one time, what do you want? And uh, I had to say like, oh, you know, I just I just I was calling to talk to you know so and so, yeah, and then you know he yelled like, hey, someone's on the phone for you, so yeah, yeah, but yeah, no, I think it built you know it built that courage and that like if you really wanted to talk to you know. Uh, somebody you were interested in or you know your friend you'd have to actually pick up the phone and dial the number and then hope that you know the meanest family member didn't answer the phone <laughs> exactly yeah because even uh, even even taking it like two steps further from there like the next step being now that everyone has cell phones after a while you could like get their direct line but at the beginning it was just like call only and you know e- even when you're when you're trying to like date or 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 you know grab someone's number right you can ask for the number even nowadays though like taking it to that like third step now from what i've heard of like kind of like uh from secondhand stories and then maybe once from someone directly who was like a young person they nowadays they more so exchange snapchats maybe this is like i was just gonna i was just gonna say that i i saw or you know um, I was at a, in the bar. Right. Mm-hmm. And again, like, you know, you only have to be 21 to get into the bar. Right. Yeah. Um, this was probably a couple of years ago and which is wild. Cause you would imagine like, Oh, like our age, right. Being like 32, 30, yes, 31, and, whatever is like, and like it's wild. these people were exchanging Snapchats and I'm like, yeah. really? Like, that's what they do now. Like, and I don't know if it's because <laughs> they send the lewd photos to each other. <laughs> easier or, to or what that is yeah <laughs> but they exchanged snapchat i'm like what the heck like when we were you know 21 22 like you know we were still out there grinding you know you had to go out there and grind <laughs> yeah. um you know like 
there wasn't we had the, a grind uh, to grind <laughs> exactly you had a grind to grind because <laughs> to 2000s you know, like, hip-hop music gosh and that's probably why like uh a lot of the younger uh and i i can't you know i, I need to look up the stats on this but I, i'm pretty mm-hmm. sure that you know gen z and, and younger millennials are probably um suffer more from like anxiety and, and things like that um than you know the older millennials or the older generations because you know they actually mm-hmm. had to put themselves in awkward situations and you know, if you liked a girl and you didn't know who she was, you actually had to go up there and say, hi, my name is so-and-so, like, you know, I like you, or I think you're attractive, you know, hopefully not like mm-hmm. that, but you know what I mean, like, <laughs> the first three sentences out of your mouth, you have to, <laughs> hi, I like you, um, <laughs> no, you'd have to actually go and talk to somebody, you know, like, you yeah. couldn't just look them up on Instagram, or, you know, look them up on social media, and then, you know, send them a message, and, you know, mm-hmm. and you know, it's funny, because, like, even in the stone age i i wasn't like uh <laughs> i wasn't like a, a savant or a gigolo right like i i was like a nerdy kid who plays pokemon uh even till this day and uh but you know throughout the, the those early generations of like early dating or like young adult dating i would still like you said have to kind of like work up the courage and be like hi you're you know like at a bar or at, or at this or at a gathering or like you know like a mutual friend like try to like you know make something out of nothing sometimes um and the the concept of like what is it like e-dating or like when, when you think of like tinder or bumble or this or that i like over the last like 10 years i was only i was single like a couple times or a few times and so i kind of dabbled in like the e-dating type of thing mm-hmm. but i it, that to me was like the most difficult thing ever because my personality, I guess I, I quickly found out through those like dating sites, my personality doesn't translate to dating sites. And I guess there's like a formula that everyone's like, oh, you, you can't just pop in and say hi or hey, you know, like that's boring. It's like, but that's how you're supposed to do it. Or that's how I did it in person, right? Like if I was trying to like hit on someone in person, I'd be like, oh, hey, or like, you know, just like it's 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 just kind of like anything to break the ice. Whereas online dating it's like a crazy high level, like creative thing that you have to like open up with. And I'm just like, man, I, uh, I, I definitely, I, I definitely did not have success <laughs> online dating for sure. But, um, yeah, that, that, that's a wild world. And then, you know, you run into the risk of uh catfishing and, yeah, um, yeah. you know, like the person digital you're... risks at that you know, point. Yeah. Yep. Then you have, you know, Manti Teo's imaginary girlfriend, and uh you know like things like that and so it seems pretty scary to date online you know like luckily for me like i've never had to do that i've never Mm -hmm. experienced that so i don't know you know the hardships but i don't know like i tell my wife like if if i ever if you ever leave me you know (laughs) i'm gonna have a tough time out there but yeah yeah you know because like similar to you like my personality is like you have to like it's like an in-person personality. Like you can't really understand me. You might think I'm a piece of shit if, you know, you only <laughs> talk over to text. me. Yeah. If you only talk to me, you know, digitally and you're not actually in person with me. Um, <laughs> you talk to them like a cod lobby or what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. Um, what's crazy is, uh, you know, so I did pull up some stats here mm-hmm. in a, a Pew research uh, study, um, you know, done in 2022. Um, it showed that uh, about 50% of unmarried adults have used a dating site or a dating app oh of of unmarried adults in like 
as so like those as who have never been married. Yeah, those who have never been married. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, obviously, these are like mm. you know eighteen year olds and and, and uh, yeah, obviously. yeah, or mostly yeah. Um, but fifty percent have never been married. Um, well, some of these here, thirty-five percent were divorced. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. I mean, and then what's crazy here? Sixteen percent of those are married. Oh, on dating sites? Yeah, that's wild. That's wild. You're, yeah, you're just looking crazy, for trouble right? at that point. Yeah, right. I mean, there are there is a dating site, you know, for married people. It what? I don't know if it's still out there, but yeah. And then you're like, oh man, how do you know? Because you know, I just <laughs> you see memes and you see things online, all right? Like, yeah. don't get any ideas. Yeah, yeah. Right? I live and see, die. She was going to have a, a stern conversation wife. after this episode. Yeah, dude, my wife's going to beat the shit out of me when she hears this episode. <laughs> no, but <laughs> uh, there, there is a you know, there's websites for everything. You know, if that's you, well, if you yeah, look, that's true too. Like when you think about like farmers only crevices of the internet, like. Oh, I, thought, yeah. I was like, there's a crevices website? I was like, yeah. I mean, you I'm could cool. sell your, your toes, you know, feet pics uh, on yeah, the internet. Exactly. So. It's the, uh, but, the OnlyFans um, era. You know, yeah, I, I think um, I know a couple people who have, um, you know, found partners via, you know, um, online dating. Mm-hmm. You know, I, we have friends who have actually met their partner and um, they're married to them now and... Mm-hmm. So, you know, there there are success stories. Um, I have a friend who actually before, you know, why was I going to say humble? <laughs> before Bumble, <laughs> Bumble, before Tinder, <laughs> you know, what are the other ones, you know? Um, I don't know uh, what other ones there are. But before yeah. before those apps came out, he, he uh, took to Facebook. That mm. was his online dating, like, website. <laughs> yeah. Where he would find he would find girls on Facebook, yeah, and um, you know we ended up naming Facebook after him, you know, in our <laughs> little friend group because you know he he was very slick. Um, That's funny. <laughs> so you know he had he had uh, I call it internet game or digital game. Yeah, yeah, digital game. Um, you know that's that's what all all the. The younger cats are doing nowadays, right? Yeah, who they has the definitely most followers. Have it. Maybe it's our generation Who's... that probably. Did. Well, well, it could be half and half, right? Because, like you said, your friend has internet games, so it's kind of like one of those things where, again, uh, maybe it's just how, um, how wildly diverse our generation is, is because half of us probably have internet game at our age, but then the other half, like us, are probably just like digitally illiterate uh, about um dating websites or anything like that but and then you know when you when you get into the relationship this was a crazy you know stat here that when i was doing the research mm-hmm. um 50% of partnered adults so those that are married cohabitating or are in committed relationships 50% say that their partner is often or sometimes distracted by their cell phone and four Mm. out of 10 say that that bothers them which i think you know i think the numbers are higher but Mm -hmm. 50 percent of Mm -hmm. partners 50 percent of partners say that their you know their significant other is distracted by their phone Mm -hmm. and that's crazy to me you know like yeah, no, I think um 
yeah, that, that, that I feel like that adds up. And especially like, I, I feel I definitely, um, get caught up in just kind of like checking my phone too. Or like if, 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 if I get like an Instagram message or something like that, or if you, if you send like a, a video to like the group chat or whatever, and then like, I see it and then like, again, it's like a rabbit hole of like seeing what your guys' responses and like, it could be like anything that kind of trickles in. Maybe I just have like undiagnosed state AD or something like that, <laughs> but, um, uh, undiagnosed 4k. But, um, yeah, I, I feel like I, I've kind of fell into that trap. And then even when you're kind of looking around, I always think back to like restaurants in general. So like if you're eating at a restaurant or a sit down restaurant and, and just, if you just kind of like glance around like every now and then, and I, mm-hmm. I feel like for me, it almost feels like more than 50% of like the restaurants are always like on their phones. So there, I feel there like are definitely people in booths who there might be three or four people sitting there and Mm -hmm. every single person is on their phone. Yeah. I feel like like the the worst case scenario. Yeah. I feel like the worst case scenario of that happening is like on a date though. And yeah, where was, I forget where I was. Like one of the last times that I went out with like some, some old college buddies to, to grab a drink, there was like a first date happening sort of like behind us in a sense or like it was in front of me but behind them and um and you could totally tell it was like a first date and there's this like chick who got there like um hella early and like kind of like already had was like having her first drink and she she was kind of i i kind of noticed um that she was talking to like a lot of the servers so she kind of knew everyone and then this like (laughs) like I, i i don't know i don't know what what she was but um she was a man no, yeah, yeah. She, was, she was a she was, she was, uh, she was a martian uh, um but there's just like you know just two different styles two different cultures as soon as this set this guy came in right so the dude finally came in and he i don't know if he was late or if she just got there super early but they were definitely you could tell they're like opposites and he was like kind of like geeky and dorky and like you know he, he sat down and it was just like the most awkward thing ever and in their sense like it, it wasn't really a phone thing but yeah it, it was like an awkward date but um i think the rudest thing you can do is be on your phone when you're with somebody else like when you're at lunch with your friend or you're out with your friends or you're hanging out with your friends or if you're hanging out with your kids or even if you're you know you're having dinner with your you know your spouse or your boyfriend mm-hmm. or girlfriend or whatever or your he hey he he him they whatever <laughs> um your they friend yeah your they friend like i just think it's the rudest thing you could do to be on your phone mm-hmm. and I, I'm guilty. I've, I've been guilty of it, but um, I've definitely, you know, within the last three years, especially since becoming a dad, um, try to focus more on the moment and enjoy the moment that I'm in rather than looking at, you know, uh, Instagram and Twitter and all these other things that can, you know, wait till, you know, either later at night when everybody's asleep and I have my, you know, my alone time or when I'm on the shitter, you know, like, Mm-hmm. I think uh, somebody said this or I heard this somewhere and I th- it really impacted the way I thought about, you know, moments. Um, but they said that uh, you'll never know the impact of a moment until it becomes a memory. Mm-hmm. And that, that really like stuck with me. So, you know, no, yeah, that's bad. you don't know the importance of a moment in time until after it's already happened and you look back on it and you go, wow. So, you know, you don't want to be on your phone in those, you know, impactful moments. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
And I think it just shows like when you show interest in somebody or you show interest in like what they're saying, like I think it just builds a deeper connection with that person. And again, we're not just talking about intimate relationships, but just relationships in general, friends, family. Um, mm-hmm. But but in back to the intimacy relationships, uh, another interesting uh, stat that I saw was that um, people between the ages of 18 and 29 – um, 70% of people from the ages of 18 to 29 check up on uh, one of their ex's like social media accounts. Like they, they go <laughs> to it and look at what they're doing, like who they're hanging out yeah. with and, and what, what they are up to, which like is mind boggling to me. That's a su- 70, seven, zero, seven, zero. Yeah. 70 percent that's wild i'm, I'm all of, exiting out of my my ex's page right now of social media users between the ages of 18 and 29 have, that's a high uh, number yeah have checked up on their significant or their ex um ex-partner yeah. and it's so funny because like the way everyone talks on the internet or like you know presents presents themselves on the internet whether it be like instagram twitter tiktok it they make it seem like only 30 percent actually do that so there's like a bunch of people who are lying, like, oh, I never check on my ex's stuff, whatever. And then turns here's, out, you know. Yeah. Here's the thing about social media. It's not real. <laughs> it's not real. Half of the things that people are doing on social media is not real. I think it's sad that we're going to have, you know, my kids are going to grow up in, in the era of social media and I'm going to have to really... Um, decide on when I want to allow them to, you know, be, be impacted by that, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, And obviously like there's going to come a time where they're like, Oh, I want an Instagram or I want a social media account for this or whatever. There's just probably going to be new things by the time that they're, you know, 10, 11, 12. And I'm going to have to decide like what I'm going to do. So I don't want to put too much thought into that right now, but it, it yeah. is a scary thought in general and um, not something that I'm looking forward to. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. It's a double-edged sword for sure. It could be a good thing. It could be a bad thing. But, um, yeah. No, and I definitely feel like as far as social media, everyone always kind of puts their best foot forward, you know, in, in most cases. But um, I just think social media is, again, it's it's like when you go to Disneyland or Vegas, like, you enter this fantasy world, you know, where like, like life isn't life, I guess, you know? Mm-hmm. And then like, you know, you, you, you can get caught up, you know, in, in that kind of stuff. And if you're, if you're not responsible or careful, you know, do, do something stupid. So mm-hmm. that's my spiel on social media. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, social social media, man. So, so speaking of, this might transition perfectly into our uh, uh, that was awkward segment uh, today, presented by King of the Dot Rap Battles, uh, KOTD, because uh, I posted about hashtag, uh, a rap hashtag battle. not an endorsement. Yeah, not an endorsement, not an just advertisement. A, just a rap battle league that I that I battled for um, back in the day, um, and so I, I had um you know done rap battles like uh in in my early adulthood um something i enjoyed for like creativity purposes and 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 kind of like creating and stuff like that and it was a cool little performance thing to do and i had gained like 
a small amount of traction that I uh, I found pretty cool to be pretty cool that kind of ended up taking me certain places and, and, and to Canada like quite a few times since that's where the uh, the rap battle leagues uh, originally stationed in. But uh, I, I remember on Instagram, so like I um, had posted that I had a rap battle coming out, right? So I think the specific rap battle, I probably, it probably took place in like Vancouver or Calgary or like, you know, like more of a West Coast or like a, a middle of the map Canada city. And, um, and you know, sure, sure enough, I, I think around that time, KOTD was getting like uh, a lot of publicity, a lot of traction, this, this rap battle league. And uh, so much to the point where uh, Drake, yeah, Drake, uh, sort of like Drake, yeah, Drake, <laughs> uh, Drake sponsored quite a few events, and, and like, uh, and around this time he, he kind of like hosted his first one, so he was the actual host in front of the camera, like, oh, co-host to my right, and you know, it's mother loving Drake, right? And so, and, but that was like in Toronto, right? Like the bigger events. Um, that was unfortunately one of the cities that I, I did not get to battle in, um, but the good thing is I could always visit it. And so, um, I remember sure enough, uh, I posted, I was, I was, had this battle coming out and then, you know, via Instagram, I kind of, uh, got in, into reconnection or into connection with, uh, with this chick who, um, we, we started like hitting it off and, and, you know, like I asked her on a date and sure enough, Valentine's was coming up. Right. So, uh, we we're like, okay, cool. So let, let's, let's go on a Valentine's date. All right, cool. And so I remember I was it was it a surprise that she hit you up? Um, kind of. She slid into your DM, right? Yeah, yeah. She slid into my DM, so I was like, "Oh, nice." You know, like maybe I do yeah. have digital game, right? And and so like, um, I you know like I got all dressed. I had like my my button up shirt, and I put on a tie and everything for our Valentine's Day date. And so I drive my was car. It Star Wars tie? Uh, no, not this one. Oh, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> uh, that that picture's wild. Uh-huh. We'll definitely have to. Um, gone but never forgiven yeah yeah we'll have, we'll have to get into that for sure soon um good memories we, we we didn't let that memory become a a phone moment that's for sure um no yeah no we knew the impact of that moment <laughs> right right when came yeah, out in yeah. a white suit yeah with a star wars tie yeah shouts out to Blex. Yeah. We'll, we'll, that, that'll definitely have to be like the, the next episode uh-huh. story um for real but um but yeah so i'm all ready for this valentine's day date and i drive my car on over uh to pick her up right and so at the time I had this uh, car that we called Patches, you can right? Because it was like, you can dodge a ball. yes, exactly. And the reason why it was Patches, right? It was probably like uh, as old and raggedy looking as you know the dodgeball character because it was like a beige uh, Nissan Sentra. And uh, but it's been so beat up over the years, and I think like my dad put like a new trunk on it that was black. And uh, like the idea was that like, oh, you know, so so it's like one solid color, so we could paint it one day. And we just never got around to painting it, right? And so <laughs> I think it got to the point where even the hood was replaced and it was like silver. So it was like a black trunk, silver hood, and then like a, a faded beige. And a <laughs> yeah, Honda Civic so hood like, or what? <laughs> so it was like, uh, but you know, like for, for me, cars is all, have always been like point A to point B thing. So I didn't think anything of it. So I went to go uh, pick this lady up and I was like, oh, hey, you know, you know, ready? And then uh, I remember she looked at my car and she was like, Oh, do you want to do you want to drive my car? And I was like, oh, sure, yeah, okay. Uh, and sure enough, I, I think she, you know, like it was it was a nice car, right? Like a, a brand new looking car. But I, was, I didn't think anything of it. I was like, okay. So <laughs> I guess patches wasn't good enough, right? So we drive we drive her car. Uh, we we go to this uh, this sushi place first. 
I, I believe it was. Um, <laughs> maybe I shouldn't get shouldn't get too too detailed. But anyways, we we go to eat right, and uh, <laughs> and so uh, I had like this planned out, and just like one other like cutesy thing afterwards, right? And uh, and so we get to to this place to eat, and um, and then we sit down. And as the, the date's like kind of like starting, barely starting, um, like the first thing that this chick mentions was like, oh, so you know Drake? And her face just lit up. And I was like, yeah, Drake? You know, I was like, wait, what, what is she talking about? <laughs> like, um, and I was just like, um, no, I don't. And then it clicked. I was like, oh, the king of the dot rap battles. And I was like, this chick thought I knew Drake, dude. And so I was like, oh, no. So I was like, and then it kind of slowly and here's the thing when when you're kind of in a train wreck of a date you you sometimes might like in me personally i just try to like go with it and try to steer the ship right and and try to have a successful date in general and so it didn't start hitting to me until like now right looking back at it however all those many years ago that uh oh you know my car wasn't good enough to drive her around right the the whole drake thing and i was like but i didn't see this at the time right so i was just like oh no that's just like um I, I was in like in another city actually. He he did the Toronto event and so whatever. I didn't think anything of it at the time, but one thing after another after another. So basically, this date was full of like red flags, and I was like, oh no. But of course, you know, uh, dorky old me was just kind of like ignoring every single sign, and uh, it got to the point where she started just looking at her phone like for for like the whole second part of the dinner. I was like, um, and then that's when I started noticing like, oh no, this is going south, right? And uh, and I was like, I was trying to like keep conversation going and um and she was kind of giving me nothing and and i i think i had mentioned like a, another thing i was like oh well i have some like another thing planned right that cutesy idea that i had whatever it was um and i remember she was just like oh I, you know I'm, I'm tired i think i'm just gonna go home or I, uh, i'll probably just like call it early you know i didn't get much sleep last night and I, like you know all these excuses started pouring out so i was like oh man i was like okay no worries so i got the hint right i think that's when it finally clicked but you know, I probably could have seen it coming with the car comment right away, right? But it finally clicked. I was like, all right, all right, yeah, no worries, no worries. So I drop her back home, you know, thank you, but no thank you. And yeah, we, we haven't spoken since. We haven't seen each other since. And um, what's her name? Uh, her name is... Uh, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Uh, you tensed up a little we bit? We don't there? want to throw it out on there. Yeah. No, yeah, yeah. But no, that was a wild one. That was definitely like, um, definitely my, my most... Uh, and for some perspective to the audience like she was no good like there was a little bit more to this story that we decided you know to to not get yeah, into no, for, I definitely have to edit some, you know some... personal reasons obviously we don't want to um you know people to be like oh it's so and so but mm-hmm. yeah she didn't sound like a, a winner at all no yeah i'll uh and you know you know uh all, all the best to this person but um but that's just from my perspective but as you can see there, there, there was a lot, and then there's like three things that I skipped over in, in the middle of that story. There, I was like, "All right, just you know, <laughs> for for uh, how, yeah, how dumb do you have to be to think that everybody who does that just knows, you know, Drake? <laughs> no, yeah, I, yeah, especially like he was probably was was he like you know pretty big at the time, like already. Kind oh, of... he he's he was like uh probably the number one artist in the world what album what album was oh, out man, I, can you tell I us that even tell you and i'm and i'm a drake fan too it's just i um can, can you explain the cover art of the album dang to be honest i i'm having trouble 
He's not a real yeah, fan. No, yeah. <laughs> He's not a real fan. I'm just having trouble remembering when uh, the date was actually because it was definitely can not you, within the last five years, obviously. But um, yeah can can you give us a um a song that was on that album? Damn, I, I don't even. I, I could tell you which battle rap what what the headline battle was for the event he hosted though. It was which probably does nothing for you because I know you're not like hip into like <laughs> the specific battle rapper names, but it was a uh, disaster versus Arcane. It was that event, and so that was like Drake's first mm. event that he hosted, and uh, and then I'm, I'm yeah, I'm look, look up the year, yeah. Right and so like I'm looking this up, and so right I now. um, and yeah, I I just had like a, you know, maybe I'm sure my battle was good too, but it wasn't like in Calgary though. It was like middle of the map of Canada, and so um, oh my god, I guess he just really wanted me to know Drake. Yeah, you said disaster versus yeah. Kane. Okay. It was like 2022. Um, <laughs> there's a oh no, that's a different guy. I was gonna say it's five years ago. <laughs> no, no, this battle here, um, disaster versus arcane title mm-hmm. match, co-hosted yeah. by Drake. It's the number one YouTube video, um, and and in the description or in the title, it has co-hosted by Drake, so people can yeah. look at it. Yep. Um, this was ten years yes. ago. Ten, yep, that sounds about right. Ten years ago, 2013. 2013 long time ago 2013 like and yeah. and that's when drake was like um like number one number one right like right now technically you know it's like probably bad bunny or like you know technically drake hasn't been like absolutely number one like no debate in in, in a few years maybe but or maybe more than that but yeah 10 years ago he was definitely like the absolute no debate number one artist in the world you know what i mean and so mm-hmm. but um but yeah, I don't know, and, and who knows? Maybe I could be overthinking it, and 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 I'm I'm incorrect, but I feel like that that was um, kind of that, that was the first thing I thought of when 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 the whole Drake comment came up, and then the, and you know she was willing to put up with patches at the beginning of the date, but then after the Drake comment, it, it kind of went downhill. So I was like, oh wait a second. Um, so the album that just uh, came out or probably was out that year was Nothing Was the Same. Yeah. So I think that was his third third studio album. Mm-hmm. Um, Is that the one where he's after like After Take Care? Um at a table in front of No, that that one's Take, Take Care. Care. Um Take Care. Is the one after that. Yeah. Uh, we're a little bit illiterate when it comes to yeah. Drake. But uh But um okay. Um some songs that were on there, Tuscan Leather pound cake oh, this is the one with the sky in the background nice yeah with the sky yeah. in the background uh-huh i like that i like that but uh yeah. but yeah I, I would say um um that was definitely probably my worst date where where it probably wasn't my fault whereas like it, it like you know like i, I think because uh <laughs> e- even uh, when like uh as humans right when we go on dates and it doesn't work out and and like in our minds, like oh what? Like I, I was really digging her, and maybe like I thought she would feel the same or something like that, and it didn't work out. Maybe it's just like them; they just saw something that they didn't like, right? And that's perfectly okay. And I've had like more of those dates, you know. <laughs> but this was one where I was just like, oh my goodness, like uh, th- everything's going down south, and I'm like, you know, not the reason, or I'm not like trying to make it do- go down south. But um, and the reason <laughs> yeah, yeah. is you. I'm not a perfect. Uh, but uh yeah that was a while oh time. man and how did you feel when you just saw her on her phone um i felt uh i felt defeated because 
I was trying to win the date back, right? Like I was trying to like bring the momentum back, you know, just, just cause like, I don't know. I don't know about you or anyone listening. If when you're on a bad date that you're, you just hope it crashes to end it quicker. I guess there are people like that, but me, I was just trying to be like, no, I'm, I'm trying to like, you know, I'm, <laughs> I'm trying to help you mother. But, uh, I was, I was like <laughs> trying to save the date. Right. And so like, I, I like it was like looking at the phone i make a comment like and then looks back to the phone after the second or third look back to the phone that's when i was like oh man this is this is bad so i felt like um the disrespect yeah i, I definitely felt like the well, disrespect it, it, on my man's name yeah i was like this is out of my hands now like i i, I tried saving it and i can't so and I, I think my final ditch effort to save it was to be like oh like uh uh, well, I had this planned, you know, like, or like, and it was, it was a surprise. Like, I, I didn't tell her what it was, but she still kind of gave me the whole uh, excuse list, right? Of being sleepy. I'm or tired. Yeah, so I was like, no, I'm but tired. I like, Ladies, yeah. stop using that excuse. <laughs> she should have just been honest with you and just said, hey, man, like, this this ain't working out for me. Yeah, yeah. I thought you knew Drake. <laughs> Drake? You know, I thought you knew Drake. Yeah. But, but man that that is an awkward probably a very very awkward moment in your yeah life. no yeah definitely that, that that's uh, uh looking back at it now it, it's it's a fun one to retell because i'm just so happy it's like 10 years removed but in in the process it was just one of those scenes where like i'll like if if it was like a tv show that like an audience was watching they would probably see all these signs right away and i and i was oblivious to me to it and so i was that kind of character in this date like oh like Oh, she doesn't want to take my car. Okay, that's fine, right? That that, that, doesn't, that doesn't mean anything. Like, oh, asking about Drake. Oh, that, that's probably nothing either. But then, you know, <laughs> it just kept stacking on top of each other. But uh, but yeah, that that was a wild one. That was a wild one. So, well, you know, sometimes you win, sometimes you yeah. lose, right? Yeah. Definitely. Moral of the story is, get off your damn phones <laughs> yeah. and interact with people in person. Yeah. The, the the surprise Again. of the the date was Drake. I'm like, and here's Drake. Imagine, yeah, yeah. Drake comes out and yeah. helps you out, or whatever. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. Like last name ever, first name greatest. It was just me and Drake, like at an ice cream shop. It would be one of those episodes where at the very very end of the episode, after the credits, when it goes to like the little after credit scene, it's you yeah. and Drake talking about the date, like at a booth in a restaurant. <laughs> You're just like, she 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 just didn't want to drive my car, man. <laughs> yeah yeah she wouldn't go in my car yeah <laughs> oh man that's great oh man shouts out to drake <laughs> yeah shout out to drake but, if he uh, ever hears this um but yeah, yeah um definitely. i think you know we can call it a day there um again yeah yeah you saw me checking my phone i was like oh no <laughs> he was checking his phone on me um <laughs> i'm all steven i'm a little sleepy. <laughs> uh <laughs> hey like like i said earlier you know Try to be a little more involved in in. in uh, I'm talking to to you out there. Try to be a little more involved, you know, in in the moment. Um, you know, you get one life. Don't waste it. Be nice to each other. Um, you know, there's there's one thing you know you can control in life, and it's your attitude and w- w- the way you you view things. And so, um, you know, take a moment to to really have gratitude for the life that you have. Um, again, I will leave us with, 
you know, you, you don't know the impact of a moment until it becomes a memory. And, um, you know, you don't want to look back on a moment with your parents or with a friend and, uh, be like, I wish I would have been more in the moment, you know, cause everybody's not here forever. So, um, not trying to bring the, bring the vibe down, but you know, <laughs> if there's one thing I've learned in the last, you know, three and a half, four years, especially after becoming a parent is, um, enjoy the little things cause you don't get to, to relive them. You know, you only get to move forward, not backwards. So. Um, I respect it. In the in the name of a of a of a wise poet, you only live once. YOLO. <laughs> I don't know about the YOLO, but yeah, you you only live once. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I respect it. I respect it. I dig it. But uh, but um, yeah. Real quick to our listeners, you know, hopefully you guys are enjoying, you know, our our comeback here. Um, we're doing it for you. Uh, but like, listen, subscribe, <laughs> share. You know, follow us on uh, TikTok. Um, Lex is doing a great job with TikTok. That's his thing. Um, you know, and, and, you know, what's our email address, Lex? Um, it is uh, insert email address here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'll put We're, the email in the show notes. Yeah. But I, I, I want to say it's Ash, right? Yeah. Or is it the whole name? I don't know. We'll put Ash it in the podcast. show notes. Um, we'll put it in the notes. Hit us up with what you want to hear. Hit us with your feedback, you know, constructive feedback. I don't care if it's uh, good or bad. Um, we just want to hear from you because, again, you know, we're starting this journey off again from the beginning and we're, you know, we're trying to improve and, um, you know, like all things in life, you got to practice to get better. So here we are, you know, putting voice to mic and, um, you know, doing it for, for you guys and obviously a little bit for us because we enjoy it. So um, absolutely. Peace and love. Take care of each other. Ash out.